It's time for Conversations with the Mayors, brought to you by the Chamber for a Greater Chapel Hill Carborough, home to one of the most diverse, collaborative, and fastest-growing communities of business leaders in North Carolina. The Chamber is uniquely qualified to connect you with the people, resources, and opportunities that you need to succeed. Learn more about membership at carolinachamber.org. It's Friday afternoon, and that means it's time to talk to Carborough Mayor Damon Siles. Damon, how are you? Hello, Andrew. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Always like to get that weekend started with the voice of Damon Siles. And we actually have a lot to talk about today because it seems like the uh, Carborough Town Council is in for a very busy march. And uh, things already got started this week with a meeting. And I'll let you let you talk about several things at the meeting, but I will start with the thing that caught my eye, which is an update on uh, the town's climate resiliency through a lens of social justice and racial equity. Uh, what can you tell me about that? Sure. Well, this, this week we received our quarterly update from town staff uh, on implementation of the town's community climate action plan. Um, and so this is a, like I said, every quarter we uh, hear about what the staff's been doing to help us achieve our goals around greenhouse gas emissions and other climate focused goals. Um, primarily the focus this time around was on letting us know about some long-term projects we've had in the works, including a, what we call our Green Neighborhoods Initiative, which is an opportunity for people at the neighborhood level to get involved in climate action and, and mitigation efforts. Um, but we also, as you, as you hinted at, got into a, a sort of broader conversation about the importance of climate action in terms of its social justice component, thinking about the climate mitigation strategies we use uh, through the lens of racial and economic justice, understanding that the people who are being most impacted by climate change are those with the least resources to deal with it directly and who have been historically excluded from participating in local government. So it was an interesting conversation, a good update from town staff, and also a good reminder of why both climate action and racial equity are at the heart of our comprehensive plan. So were there any takeaways or, or anything that kind of stood out to you from that report? Um, I think, well, what always stands out to me from that report is just the, the, the big hill we have to climb, not just in Carborough, but all over the country and around the globe when it comes to responding to climate change. Um, there are certain things we can do at the local level, in particular at the municipal level in Carborough, to manage our own greenhouse gas emissions. For example, we are about to release a request for proposals for the, to study the town's fleet and the possibility of further electrifying our town's vehicle fleet and other kinds of programs like that that we can do um, as a town government. Um, but really the bigger, the bigger challenge is getting the broader community engaged in climate action efforts. Um, uh, as I mentioned, the Green Neighborhoods Initiative is one attempt to try to start doing that, getting neighborhoods involved in, in making change at the local level. So it's a, I'm always struck by um, both how much work the staff is doing and also how much work there is left to be done. That's the voice of Carborough Mayor Damon Siles, and you can find out more about what the town staff is doing by visiting carboroughnc.gov. Any other major items from the meeting this week that we should cover? Oh, wow, that's a, what a question. What else was on our agenda this week? <laughs> um, we, we, had, uh, we did have an, an interesting item on our agenda that I think um, maybe went a little, took a turn we probably all weren't really expecting. Um, which was we had a proposal on our agenda to make some changes to the town code that would have um, really added some sort of misdemeanor level offenses to, or I would say, I should say, added some misdemeanor level penalties to some offense, general offenses in the town code 
Um, I think all of us, including staff and the council members, were sort of under the impression going into that meeting that we were being asked to make these changes because of some requirements under recent state legislation. But as we dug into it a little bit more, it became clear that that wasn't quite the case. And so council ended up deciding not to take action because um, we didn't really want to go down the road of over-criminalizing certain kinds of behaviors um, that would especially have a you know disparate impact on, um, for example, people experiencing homelessness or um, other communities that don't really need to be um, increasing exposures to the criminal legal system. So it was an interesting conversation, but one that I think went in a direction we weren't expecting. Glad to hear that um, that there was discussion and reaction based on what was actually happening. Um, I'm curious where where was that coming from? If if the if there it was a conversation that went in a direction you weren't expecting, what what kind of instigated this conversation? I think there was some recent state legislation that addressed the ways that local governments, like towns and cities in North Carolina, um, define civil and criminal penalties in our in our town code. And so I think that there was uh, at some level along the way of trying to understand the the implications of that bill for us here in Carborough, um, I think just maybe a misunderstanding of what it meant for us. Did we in fact have to, for, um, for example, include new misdemeanor penalties for some of these um, for some of these violations? It turned out after some further conversation with our police chief, with our town attorney, and with our town staff that um, maybe we were misunderstanding things from the get-go, and maybe we didn't need to be going down this road. So I'm glad that we caught it when we did, although. Um, you know, it was uh, a little bit strange. It was an unusual situation to be in as a council to come into a meeting expecting one thing and, and realize, oh, we had this wrong. Yeah, that, that does seem like an unusual circumstance uh, in, in a town council meeting for sure. Um, anything else that you want to cover from that agenda before we move on to other topics? Uh, those were the those were the uh, kind of items that come to mind from this past week. Uh, we've got some, as you mentioned at the beginning of the of the segment here, um, some busy meetings coming up. But I'm happy to talk about those if there's anything on your mind. Um, I would actually like to talk. I know this is an issue that we've talked about a little bit in the past, um, but we've had several municipalities, and I think Carborough was one of the first that came out with sort of a formal statement denouncing HB 49. And um, I'm forgetting the specific number of the other bill that gets, is getting grouped in with that one. But we've now had kind of a slew of, of local municipalities make formal statements on that. And I wonder if you could talk about what the importance of that is, because I think sometimes people hear that and they think, yes, everyone in Carborough agrees with us for the most part. And this is... You know, some people feel like it's just the local government kind of shaking their fist at the darkness. So I wonder if you could articulate the importance of actually making that statement formal and on the record. Sure. Well, I think beyond shaking our fist at the darkness, which has its value, um, part of it is um, raising awareness, right? So when we begin a conversation as a council and, and take a formal stand on a piece of legislation like that, we bring um, some more light to the issue in this case, legislation that is targeting an already overly targeted uh, part of our communities. Uh, this is, um, you know, LGBTQ people and legislation that will negatively impact LGBTQ community. And um, so Car it, I think part of it for Carborough and other communities is an effort to raise awareness about the legislation and, and hopefully build some momentum in, in, in making sure that it doesn't pass. Um, 
part of it, I think, in Carborough's case and some of our other local governments in this area is just uh, making sure that we're standing up for the things we believe in, right? We, we have certain values and we, we want to make sure that when opportunities come along to reaffirm those values that we're doing that because part of being a welcoming community for everyone is taking those stands, making, taking those formal actions to show people that, yes, we still got your back. We're still keeping an eye out. We're still looking to make sure that our community here in Carborough and in Chapel Hill and in Orange County is a place where we welcome everyone. Um, so it has both rhetorical and symbolic value as well as the practical value of raising awareness and, and generating momentum in, in a movement to oppose this kind of legislation. That's the voice of Carborough Mayor Damon Siles, your harbinger of the weekend. And we're down to just about a minute to go. Is there anything that you wanted to mention we haven't gotten to yet? Uh, just uh, looking forward to the weekend. Got a big weekend coming up. I know folks are looking forward to uh, seeing the Tar Heel men do, some, do their business this, uh, this uh, tomorrow um, against Duke. Um, also tomorrow morning for folks who might be interested in taking advantage of the beautiful day, there's going to be the St. Paul Village Community Walk Run starting at McDougal um, Schools at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. And there will also be one of our po new Poet Laureate's first events um, that she's putting together, which is a it's a, a poetry workshop for women in particular, sort of honoring the fact that we just began Women's History Month. Um, she'll be doing that at 1 o'clock at Town Hall, Carborough Town Hall. So uh, that's on Saturday as well. Damon, thanks for making the time this afternoon, and enjoy that pleasant weekend. Thanks, you too. See you next time.